I'm Dennis Estopasso of the Business Mirror and this is the Broderloop Podcast. Good day. Welcome to Business Mondays with BM, a segment of the Business Mirror Broderloop Podcast that tackles the performance of the Philippine stock market. The Business Mondays with BM podcast is based on the stock market outlook story written by Business Mirror reporter B.G. Kabog and comes out every Monday. Today we podcast week 28 of the stock market outlook for July 11, 2022 to July 15, 2022. The information in this podcast should not be misconstrued as investment or financial advice. Business Mirror would not be liable for losses arising from your use of the information. For the text version, please go to the company section of the Business Mirror website and the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Share prices gained last week on bargain hunting, with the main index returning to the 6,300-point level as investors shrugged off higher inflation figures for June. The benchmark Philippine Stock Exchange Index gained 196.37 points to close at 6,361.82 points. The main index was up almost all week long except on Thursday, July 7, when it gave up almost 1.5%. The index was able to recover, however, and resumed its climb the next day. Investors shrugged off the 6.1% inflation rate for June, which confirms the local central bank's move of another interest rate hike this month. The value of trade was still low, averaging only at 4.55 billion pesos for the five trading days as foreign investors, which accounted for 43% of the trade, were net sellers at 1.45 billion pesos. All others of indices were up, with the exception of the mining and oil index that fell 272.15 points to close at 11,050.35 points. The old shares index gained 70.64 to close at 3,410.76. The financials index added 50.15 to close at 1,501.59. The industrial index rose 261.80 to close at 9,314.81. The holding firms index surged 314.67 to close at 6,036.81. The property index was up 39.72 to close at 2,877.93. And the services index climbed 10.22 to close higher at 1,671.83. For the week, gainers edged losers 123 to 90 and 34 shares were unchanged. The top gainers were Keppel Philippines Properties Incorporated. Liberty Flower Mills Incorporated, Lorenzo Shipping Corporation, Ionics Incorporated, Anchor Land Holdings Incorporated, and PH Resorts Group Holdings Incorporated. The top losers, on the other hand, were iPeople Incorporated, PhilWeb Corporation, Capital Philippines Holdings Incorporated A, Prime Media Holdings Incorporated, DFNN Incorporated, and Medco Holdings Incorporated. Trading may remain volatile this week on lingering economic headwinds, 
such as the elevated inflation rate and the upcoming rate hike by the Banco Central in Filipinas during the meeting of the Policymaking Monetary Board by next month. The sustainability of last week's rally is questionable, however, amid the lingering economic headwinds that may dampen sentiment. Chapet Luis Tanchanko, Senior Research Analyst at Fieldstocks Financials Incorporated, said. Tanchanko said this includes the peso's further weakening and the supply problems of certain agricultural goods, both of which pose upside risk to inflation. Tanchanko said investors may also watch out for the U.S. June inflation report, as this would provide clues on how aggressive the Federal Reserve will act in their next policy meeting. And investors may also take cues from the country's upcoming foreign trade, foreign direct investments, and overseas Filipino remittance data. Banco Central ng Pilipinas Governor Felipe Medalla signaled readiness to unleash more aggressive monetary policy moves in the coming months amid rising price and currency pressures in recent weeks. In a message to reporters last Thursday, Medalla said that BSP is closely monitoring developments in the financial markets, which have put strong depreciation pressures on global currencies, including the peso. The new governor also said pressures on the peso, if left unchecked, could add to the already high domestic inflationary pressures. Governor Medalla also reiterated a strong commitment to maintain price stability. Governor Medalla said, and quote, because of this, the Banco Central in Filipinas is prepared to be more aggressive in raising its policy rate compared to its initial gradualist stance. In particular, the BSP is prepared to raise its policy rate by 50 basis points by August, Governor Medalla said. Governor Medalla added, the Banco Central in Filipinas is ready to take further policy actions if needed. So far, the central bank has let out two monetary policy hikes this year, both at 25 basis points each. Governor Medalla said, and quote, to put in plain terms, it is not prudent to let factors that significantly affect the exchange rate to add further to inflation that is already high. Earlier this week, the Philippine Statistics Authority reported that inflation hit 6.1% in June. Last Thursday, data from the Bankers Association of the Philippines also showed the peso hitting its weakest value against the dollar in 17 years at 56.06 to a dollar. For now, the new governor said they will continue to support and advocate non-monetary actions by other government agencies to contain any further inflationary pressures that may spill over to 2023. According to ING Bank economist Nicolas Mapa, the more aggressive monetary tightening path might be good for the local currency in the near term, but it's still a long wait until the Banco Central ng Pilipinas next scheduled monetary policy meeting. Mapa said, and quote, with the peso on its heels, the central bank has a long and nerve-wracking wait until August 18, or when they have a chance to offload another round of rate increases. The complication is that the Federal Reserve will, by all indications, hike rates by 50 basis points to 75 basis points at its July meeting, suggesting that the spread between the BSP and Fed rates could be zero for some time, Mapa said. Papa also noted that the possibility of an unscheduled monetary board meeting might not be viewed favorably by market participants. Nicholas Mapa added, and quote, given the time lag of policy rate adjustments, 
more forceful and early tightening would get the BSP ahead of the curve, re-anchor of inflation expectations, and hopefully quell uncertainty. Until the 18th of August, however, the Philippine peso may face additional pressure as the central bank awaits the chance to tighten further. Broker to Trade Asia said investors are bracing themselves for the further weakening of the peso against the dollar. The local currency plummeted to the 56 peso territory on Thursday's trade, marking its lowest value against the dollar in 17 years. Data from the Bankers Association of the Philippines showed that the peso closed at 56 pesos 0.06 centavos to the greenback on Thursday, falling about 39 centavos in value from the previous day's trade close of 55 pesos and 67 centavos to a dollar. The total trade volume was, meanwhile, lower on Thursday at $1.11 billion from the $1.25 billion last Wednesday. This is the lowest value of the lower currency since September 27, 2005, when it closed at 56 pesos and 0.295 centavos to a dollar. According to The Economist, the peso has been beaten by the strong dollar sentiment amid developments in the United States Federal Reserve's monetary policy path. ING Bank economist Nicholas Mappa said, and quote, broad U.S. dollar strength has dominated trading this week as investors seek safe haven in recession fears. As such, most emerging market currencies have weakened sharply against the U.S. dollar. The dollar was also boosted as it looks like the Fed is determined to tighten policy in order to snuff out inflation in the U.S. Result Commercial Banking Corporation economist Michael Rigafort meanwhile said, the stronger U.S. dollar versus major global currencies was seen recently partly due to increased global risk aversion as the markets price in the risk of a possible U.S. economic slowdown or even recession in view of more aggressive Fed rate hikes in an effort to bring down inflation towards the long-term target of 2%. On the domestic side, economists see recent unfavorable data as additional factors to the peso's weakness. Nicolas Mapa said domestic developments have also contributed to the Philippine peso's weakness. In particular, the stark widening of the country's import bill due to bloated dollar values for products and an actual increase in import volumes as the economy reopens. Rika Fort meanwhile said the peso is also weaker after softer unemployment and manufacturing data that could already reflect the effects of higher prices and higher long-term interest rates that may be a drag on economic recovery prospects. In its research note last Thursday, Fitch Solutions, the research arm of the Fitch Group, said the local currency is expected to see further weakening against the greenback in the coming months. Fitch Solutions said the widening of the Philippines' current account deficit coupled with tightening global monetary conditions will likely exert further downward pressure on the peso. Nevertheless, the pace of peso depreciation will likely be relatively gradual in the coming months as the Banco Central of the Philippines has ample foreign reserves to intervene in the foreign exchange market if necessary to smooth downside volatility, Fitch Solutions said. Indeed, despite the steep depreciation since the start of the year, the peso still appears slightly overvalued in real effective exchange rate terms as compared to its 10-year moving average, Fitch Solutions added. However, 
they acknowledge that the peso is not too overvalued and as such downside pressure will be limited. Furthermore, Fitch Solutions said they expect higher structural inflation in the Philippines to reduce export competitiveness, which will in turn weigh on the nominal exchange rate. Broker 2 Trade Asia said the further weakening of the peso postpones most growth stories to no earlier than 2023, making underrated but resilient bargain plays more rewarding in the long term. The broker said the key is to dig deep. After all, those who struck oil first looked underneath the desert. The local market support is still seen at the 6,100 to 6,150 range, while resistance level is at 6,350 to the 6,400 range. For the stock picks, broker Regina Capital Development Corporation advised to trade the range on the stock of International Container Terminal Services Incorporated or ICTSI as it is staying faithful to its range-bound nature. Regina Capital said it seems to be following a pattern of posting a steady rally to 200 pesos before inevitably pulling back from the strong resistance. The broker said the underlying indicators are mixed. While there overall seems to be some semblance of downward pressure, they do not think there is enough steam to prompt a breakdown. If anything, the broker said, ICTSI in its rage-bound nature will likely just settle once more at its support of 180 pesos before consolidating sideways. The shares of ICTSI closed last week at 185 pesos apiece. Meanwhile, Regina Capital gave a hold recommendation on the stock of Jollibee Foods Corporation despite its technical reading showing that its uptrend looks intact. The rising volatility is also making the swings that much larger and finicky, the broker said. Jollibee Foods Corporation has the potential to once again break past the 210 pesos resistance, but pullbacks are all too likely at this point since there doesn't seem to be enough firepower, the broker said. Regina Capital said, nonetheless, Jollibee Food Corporation support at 200 pesos will still likely hold as the stock has already cleared the sellers at this level and formed a stable base. The shares of Jollibee Foods Corporation closed last Friday at 217 pesos apiece. by the website of the Philippine Atmospheric, Geophysical, and Astronomical Services Administration, or PAGASA. PAGASA issued its weekly weather outlook at 12 o'clock p.m. of July 8, 2022, valid until 12 o'clock p.m. of July 15, 2022. The weather agency said that by Tuesday until Wednesday, July 12 to July 13, Luzon and Visayas will have cloudy skies with occasional rain showers, due to a southwest monsoon and the expected approach of a low-pressure system. Mindanao will be mostly cloudy with afternoon rain showers and thunderstorms. The weather agency said that by Thursday until Friday, July 14 to July 15, the western section of northern and central Luzon will have cloudy skies with rain showers and thunderstorms. The rest of the country will be partly cloudy with afternoon or evening rain showers and thunderstorms. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Brotherlook Podcast. 
please send us a message on Twitter with the hashtag BMPodcast. Many thanks to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emmanuel Arcalas for the technical and sound editing. Many thanks also to Business Mirror reporter Bianca Quaresma for the stories on inflation and the peso. This is Dennis Astopasi of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe, stay strong, and support each other. Thank you for listening.